Lweni and welcome to Conversations with Langosi. As you all know, my intentions are nothing but to filter out the rhetoric and the propaganda so that we children of the soil can form opinions based on logic and reason. Mine is to inform, educate and entertain. to get into who Nehanda Mbuya was, also known to others as the grandmother of Zimbabwe. Um, Now, she was a grandmother of Zimbabwe who led the Shona against Cecil Rhodes and the invading English Menehanda was a priestess and became a military leader of her people. She led a number of successful attacks on the English but was eventually captured and executed. including Wata and Chidamba, lived in the hills around Mazo. In the Chidamba village lived the famous Shona spirit medium, Memboya Nihanda. It is believed that she must have had great authority way before the 1896 um, to 1897 rebellion. Mama was a powerful woman, spirit medium, that was committed to upholding traditional Shona culture. She was instrumental in organizing the nationwide resistance to colonial rule during the first Chimurenga of 1896 to 1897. Even Lobengula recognized her as a powerful spiritual medium in the land. Now, according to historical sources, the original Nihanda was the daughter of Mutota, who was the first Monomatapa and lived in the escarpment north of Sipolilo in about 1430. Seventy-odd years before you know, the likes of Christopher Columbus discovered America and Bartholomew Dias reached the Cape. Um, as quoted, Mutota was the founder of the Mutapa state. Mutota also had a son who later became the second Monomotapa and the son was called Matope. Matope was Nehanda's half-brother. 
and to increase the power of Matope, Mutota, Udadake, his father, ordered him to commit incest with his half-sister, Nyamika, who became widely known as Nihanda. Closed brackets. This incest ritual is believed to have increased Matope's ruler and his empire. Due to this, Matope handed over a portion of his empire to Nihanda, who became so powerful and well-known that her spirit lived on in the human bodies of various spirit mediums over the years, until almost 500 years later when it was found to be occupying the body of the Mazo, Nihanda. Nihanda Charwe Nyakasikana was considered to be the female incarnation of the oracle spirit Nyamika Nihanda. When white settlement increased in the land, according to sources, Manihanda initially welcomed the occupation by the pioneers and counseled her followers to be friendly towards them. Don't be afraid of them, she said, as they are only traders, but take a black cow to them and say this is the meat with which we greet you. Unfortunately, relationships were strained when the settlers began imposing taxes, forced relocations, forced labor, and so forth. As colonialism began to clinch its fist and grip on the natives of Zimbabwe, there was military drive to get rid of the British settlers. The collective efforts of the locals to get rid of the British colonialists in the period of 1896-7 has become known as the First Chimurenga, a.k.a. the Rebellion. Due to the cultural beliefs of the locals, the leading roles behind the rebellion were by three spirit mediums. And I quote, The rebellion was initiated in Matebaland in May 1896, the leading role there being Mukwati in October 1896. Kakuvi and Nihanda from Mashonaland joined in these were the three critical people behind the rebellion. Was believed to be the spirit husband, which was that was Gaguvi, who was believed to be the spirit husband of the other great Shona spirit, Nihanda, and it may have been this connection which enabled him in due course to persuade Mbuya Nihanda to preach the gospel of war resistance in Mashona land, which led to the first Chimurenga. The role as well as the influence of the spirit mediums in form of Kakuvi and Nihanda um, cannot be understated. As far as the people were concerned, Nihanda and Kakuvi were the voices of God, a.k.a. Muari. Kakuvi and later Nihanda, um, after convinced, uh, being con- convinced by Kakuvi, uh, preached that according to the Mwari, the cause of all the trouble that had come upon the land was with the white man. They had brought the locusts and rinderpest, and to crown it all, 
They, the owners of the cattle which had died, were not allowed to eat the meat of the carcasses, which had to be burned or buried. Muari decreed that the white men were to be driven from the country. They, the natives, had nothing to fear. Muari would turn the bullets of the white men into water. For her role in the resistance, a warrant of arrest was issued for the arrest of Nehanda. Nehanda was able to avoid arrest for over a year, but she was eventually captured at the end of 1897 and brought to trial in 1898 for her part in the killing of Native Commissioner Pollard. That time, my question is, who are you? Because Kokale a colonizer. Now you are coming and arresting for killing one of your own, for coming and colonizing Aisuga. Pollard had created great resentment among her people by thrashing Chief Treasure for failing to report an outbreak of Rinderpest among his herds. He was captured at the outbreak of the rebellion, and an eyewitness reports as follows. So, they took him to Nihanda. She said, bring him here. Then she came and knelt down and spoke with Pollard. I then heard Nihanda say to Wata, kill Pollard, but take him some way off to the river or he will stink they took an axe and they chopped off his head so many handa along with her spiritual husband were both charged with murder kakubi for the death of an african policeman and nehanda for the death of the native commissioner pollard and summarily sentenced to death by hanging at nehanda's hanging there was drama which could have been um, a display of her spiritual powers. Two unsuccessful attempts were made to hang her. Two unsuccessful attempts were made to hang her. An African prisoner present at her hanging then suggested that the hangman remove the tobacco pouch from her belt. And when this was um, done... They successfully hanged her, and her dying words were, My bones will rise again, meaning they will rise again to fight the settlers. There were numerous and strenuous attempts by a Catholic priest to convert her to Christianity, but she remained defiant to the end. Eventually, Gaguvi gave in and was converted. Menihanda is rightfully honored by the Shona people as a resistance heroine. Her fortitude, both before and after her arrest, is remarkable. It played a critical part in the history of Zimbabwe. Um, thank you to um, the website which I managed to get this from and also the books and an end which I will also just um, attach you know um, so that you also know where I gathered um, this information and an end so that you can also just go through it yourselves you know and then and because it's quite interesting it's amazing i never knew about her you know so when i heard about the grandmother of zimbabwe i was like wait what there's a grandmother of zimbabwe what so when i then looked it up and you know i did my research 
I was just there like, okay, yes, 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 heroine, we see you. Bogoto, how are you? Chief, we see you. You know, we are you. And your story shall be told. So um, I'm just grateful to be part of an African people because we, our history is rich. We come from something powerful, man. You know, um, I'll forever take pride in who I am. And, you know, in as much as we, we learn these things and we uncover new things, it shows you how linked and connected we actually are as an African people like the different countries you know and how this thing of tribes is not tribes but it's nations you know I always say this I will forever say it but I don't believe in tribes I believe in the existence of nations you know because with tribes come tribalism but when we talk about nations it's a different story you know Um. so yeah we continue to celebrate and honor women like Manny Handa. And yes, there is a statue of her um, that is up there in in Zim. And also, when you look at the cover art of this podcast, that is actually the statue of um, Nihanda Mbuya. Her spirit lives on. Much love to her. And thank you so, so much for lending an ear and listening you know um once again don't forget Thank you.